0: Luke, who replaced John Boehner as Speaker of the House in 2015?
1: Kevin McCarthy. I don't know.
0: I'm sorry. The answer is Paul Ryan. Dustin, for over 100 years, the dreaded boll weevil was a scourge to which of these U.S. crops? Beets, cotton, or soybeans? Cotton. Cotton is a correct answer. Paul, with Dana Andrews as Lieutenant Ted Stryker, the 1957 film Zero Hour served as the basis for what movie spoof? Airplane. Airplane is a correct answer. Addie, what city's subway system is referred to by locals as The Tube? London. London is a correct answer. Back to Luke. In the song Folsom Prison Blues, Johnny Cash claims I shot a man in Reno for what callous reason? Just to watch him die. That is a correct answer. Dustin, according to legend, what Looney Tunes character was born in a warren under the old Dodgers Stadium in Brooklyn? Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny is a correct answer. Paul, what the music style Bossa Nova originated in what country?
2: Ah, uh, so, uh, I'm gonna go Brazil.
0: Brazil is a correct oh, answer. Hey, good guess. Addie, La Petite Roche, a riverside rock formation once used for navigation, inspired the name of what state's capital?
3: Uh, Louisiana.
0: I'm sorry. The answer is Arkansas. Luke. A company known for its atlases and maps was born when William Rand went into business with whom? McNally. Andrew McNally is a correct answer. Dustin, the 2009 bestseller, The Accidental Billionaires, is an account of what web company's founding? Facebook. Facebook or Meta is a correct answer. Paul, which of these famous authors was not born in Ireland? Eugene O'Neill, Seamus Heaney, or Oscar Wilde?
2: Mm. Well, I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go wild.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, it was Eugene O'Neill. Addy, the name of what basic component in nature is derived from a Greek term meaning indivisible? Atom. Atom is the correct answer. Luke, what is the name of the shocking stunt in 2014 that raised millions of dollars for research of ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease? Was that the Ice Bucket Challenge? That is the Ice Bucket Challenge. Dustin coaches and assistants must wear a sport coat or suit coat is an official rule in what pro sports league the nhl i'm sorry the answer is nba paul which american singer songwriter co-wrote grammy winning song dance with my father with luther vandross
2: dance with my father uh uh, williams
0: the answer is richard marx addy also describing its minute size which kind of tiny insect pollinates the cacao tree
3: Oh uh, no, pass. I can't
0: remember. The answer there is Midge. Luke, the city of Karachi is located in what country? Is that Pakistan? That is Pakistan. Dustin, which former Glee actor is the author of the New York Times best-selling children's series, The Land of Stories? Uh, Jane Lynch. I'm sorry. The answer is Chris Colfer. Paul, as of 2023, which of these historic people has not been depicted? depicted on a post dispenser? Betsy Ross, George Washington, or Benjamin Franklin?
2: I think I've seen the first two, so I'm gonna say Franklin.
0: Franklin is a correct answer. And Addie, what animal noise is also the name of a popular online urban city guide?
3: Um, woof.
0: I'm sorry, the answer is Yelp.
4: Oh. And at the end of the hot seat Brown, Luke, you have 400 points. Dustin, you have 300 points. Paul, you have 300 points. And Addy, you have 200 points. Welcome to Frenemy Trivia.
0: First was the hot seat round. Each player received five questions worth 100 points each. Next, teams will be randomized with their hot seat scores combined and 1,000 points added to each team. Teams will receive up to four sets of three questions. Each team will answer the same questions and wager 100, 200, or 300 points on their confidence. They will gain or lose their wager based on whether they get it right or not. They will also bet those same values on how difficult they think it will be for their opponents. If their opponent gets it correct, they lose their wager. But if their opponent gets it wrong, they will win their bet. After four sets of questions, or when a team runs out of points, the first round will end with the team with fewer points being eliminated. At this point, the friends become the enemies. The remaining team will divide whatever points they have left and play again against each other with the same rules. In this round, locking in an answer will trigger a 30-second timer for the other player to register their answer. After four sets of questions, or when a player runs out of points, we will crown this week's Frenemy Champion. Now, let's start the show. Welcome to Frenemy Trivia, where friends quickly become enemies. I'm your host, Tim, and joining me is my co-host and best frenemy, Brittany. Brittany, how you doing and what you drinking?
4: Hey, Tim, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, it's really hot here, and but that's my only complaint for today. Um, so I'm going to drink something cold to make up for that. And because I know it'll make you insanely jealous, I'm going to be drinking an Admiral Ack beer from Imperial Oak Brewing. It's a Trappist. And uh, see if I can get that nice can pop.
0: Ooh, very nice. Very nice.
4: Uh, They brought it back this year. I loved it last year. Hopefully I still like it this year. What do you know? I do. It's a great beer. So.
0: Yeah, I'm going to need you to just bring some of that down so that I can try it.
4: Well, maybe we can make that happen. We'll see.
0: But we have a great panel tonight. And you heard them in the hot seat, so let's start by meeting them. First up in Gurney, Illinois, it is Luke Leavenworth. How are you doing today? What are you drinking, and who would you consider your frenemy? Uh, hey,
1: everybody. Luke Leavenworth. Happy to be here. Um, what am, I'm doing good. I am drinking. Uh, I am probably the sole member of the Zevia Hive. If you're into sugar-free sodas, it's delicious. No one else that I know loves it as much as I do. In fact, most people hate it when they try it, but good. I love it. It's great. Um, in terms of frenemies, I mean, I'm sure Paul and I will talk about our burgeoning rivalry, but, uh, given, given her recent stint of attitudes, I'm going to say my seven-year-old daughter is my frenemy lately. She is, she is awesome. Uh, and that's the word we're going to go with today.
0: (laughs) I look forward to that. I've got a two-year-old right now, um, who's already got an attitude. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, he's insanely smart and has a little bit of an attitude. So I'm screwed when he can actually like talk <laughs> and do things. Next up in Aurora, Colorado, our friend Dustin Rash. Dustin, how you doing? What you drinking? And who would you consider your friend of me?
5: I'm doing great tonight. I'm really happy to be here. I'm drinking water with some orange crap in it. Uh, some of that Mio squeeze bottle stuff. Um, and, uh, I've been giving this some careful thought. And I think I have to say that my wife, Brooke is probably my frenemy. next week. We'll have been together for 26 years, but she roots against me in every game I play. She's rooting against me actively right now, knowing that <laughs> I'm in a contest. And so, yeah, after all these years, we're still frenemies. And that's what you want in a frenemy, isn't it? Somebody Watch who loves it. you,
0: but is actively
5: rooting against you. And we'll keep doing so until the end of time. That's fair. Uh. Ne- <laughs> Next up in uh, what we
0: have dubbed Bricksburg, New Pennsylvania it's Paul. Paul, how you doing and what you drinking?
2: I am doing just fine this evening. Uh, I am drinking, it, it's a little known uh, pilsner that I've really come to enjoy. I just discovered it recently. It's called uh, Miller Lite, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I really, really love my American piss water beer. So let's see. Yeah. Well, it's hard to get a good kapop off of a bottle, but
0: that wasn't half bad, though. And but who would you I consider have... your friend of me?
2: Oh, hands down. it's it's luke. this This was a perfect <laughs> setup. Uh, he has utterly humiliated me three times in the past several weeks, and I am absolutely out for vengeance tonight.
0: Well, maybe you'll get it. Maybe you won't. Maybe uh, maybe hit Luke's luck will uh, strike a fourth time. And finally, in Scotland, Addie Lewis. Addie, how you doing? What you drinking? And who would you consider your frenemy?
3: Hello, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, I am from Scotland. I am accordingly drinking our other national drink, uh, Iron Brew, because um, I don't drink alcohol and I need the caffeine because it's 2 a.m. as we were recording this my time. Um, my frenemies are mostly British people who no one listening to this show will have ever heard of. Um, so I suppose the best person I could really say whom you will have heard of would actually be one of my best friends, Rowan Ward, because whenever we seem to play in OQL friendlies, for some reason, the trivia deities always seem to put us on opposite teams. We never seem to end up playing. We've played dozens, if not hundreds of friendlies together and have maybe three or four times ever been on the same team. They're amazing. And I love Rowan to bits, but... And we play with each other plenty of times as well. But we seem to have our fair share of matches against each other, which is fun.
0: And Brittany, remind me, I think you could hear Rowan on, what is it, episode four?
4: Episode four, yes. They uh, came on the show and uh, it was an absolute blast to have them.
0: Well... Uh, like Dustin, I am drinking some water with some orange crap in it. It just happens to be alcohol, uh, with orange in it. It is the, from the Three Daughters Brewing Company, Florida Orange IPA.
4: It was a pretty decent pop, Tim.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's not my favorite IPA, but it goes down and not too bad. We are about to jump into the team round. Today's matchup is actually going to pit frenemies together. We've got Luke and Paul taking on Dustin and Addy. Of course we do. (laughs) (laughs) Luke and Paul are going to start with 1,700 points, while Dustin and Addy will start with 1,500. Our categories for section one are Wanted, One Hula Hoop, which is a music question. That name rings a bell, which is a geography question. And let's put some miles on it, which is a business question. Go ahead and lock in your wagers.
4: Uh, and Tim, I have everyone's wagers in.
0: All right. So let's get started here. Luke and Paul, what did you wager on Wanted? One hula hoop in the category of music. Uh, we wagered 300 on this. And what about Dustin and Addie? We wager 200 on this. Okay. In the category of Wanted, One Hula Hoop, a music question. Ross Bagdasarian is the birth name of what singer, songwriter, record producer, and actor? He has been portrayed in animation and live action by Bagdasarian himself, his son, Ross Jr., and Jason Lee. Tim, we're going to go ahead and lock in. All right. Luke and Paul are locked in. Dustin and Addie, you can go ahead and talk it out
5: okay <laughs> i love what addy just said um i know and i i had a feeling from the category that this was going to have something to do with uh with the, the chipmunks christmas song and uh addy was just saying that he was compared to alvin through his childhood because his brothers were simon and theodore
3: <laughs> yeah they were they were me and my two brothers uh when we were tiny we looked like triplets, even though there's two years between me and my middle brother and another two years between my youngest brother, we were of a similar height and we just looked virtually identical going up. And our dispositions very much matched the chipmunks. I was the supposedly responsible um, leader one at Alvin. The middle one was the sensible one and my youngest was a tearaway uh, like Theodore. So we had that for the first decade of our lives. That's awesome.
5: Uh so yeah, I mean I I it's it's the human in that cartoon and my best guess, my best memory is of uh Simon yelling at him and calling him Dave. That that's what I got.
0: So is that what you're locking in with? Is Dave?
5: yeah I don't think're
0: you waiting uh, for Addy no. to respond uh, no,
3: i I <laughs> cannot remember the name of the human. I'm trying to think. I'm just, I'm just blanking on the end of that sentence so I'm going with whatever Dustin says for this.
5: I'm hoping there's no last name required. We're gonna lock in with Dave all right, Dustin and Addy lock in with Dave Luke and Paul, what did you lock
2: in with? Yeah, we had the same thought of just off the category like okay, this is this is something chipmunks, and we too locked in with Dave. Uh, We went Dave Seville, but only if you need a last name. All right. Or only if last name is better than
0: only having first name. (laughs) Correct. Okay, so Luke and Paul, what did you wager on Dustin and Addy's knowledge here?
1: We had Dustin and Addy at
0: 200 for this one. And what about you guys, Dustin and Addy?
5: This is our first time with Luke for both of us, but I know Paul's awfully good at music, so we put 100 on this.
0: Okay, our answer we were looking for is Dave Seville, and we will accept Dave for that. So both teams are getting their points.
4: Excellent! Yeah, let's sing it now. <laughs> uh, so, okay, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I was debating on that category name for a while, but ultimately you have to go with the hula hoop it's a classic (laughs) uh but both teams picked that one up and both teams are picking up 100 points on that so going into question two in this section we have luke and paul with 1800 and dustin and addy with 1600
0: dustin and alvin i mean addy what did you wager (laughs) on your knowledge for that name rings a bell a geography question
3: uh we put 300 on this one
0: and what about luke and paul
1: this was our 200 pointer
0: in the category of that name rings a bell, a geography question. Annie Moore, born in 1874 in Ireland, is credited with being the first of nearly 12 million people to pass through federal inspection at what location? We'll lock in. Dustin and Addie are locked in. Luke and Paul, go ahead and talk it out. Um.
2: Okay, so we both kind of messaged each other with Ellis Island. But... My only thing is, rings a bell? What, where where does bell come into Ellis Island, Luke?
1: I don't have a good answer to that question, just because, I mean, coming across the Atlantic, I would assume, from Ireland, uh, the only port of entry I can think of, at least at that time, is Ellis Island. I, I'm i sure there were other places, and I can even probably, like, my brain is tickling, and maybe a second one that is uh, famous and probably the same area, but I don't have it.
2: Well, if it's going to be a second one in the same area, Philadelphia is very known for a bell. Um, but that's well, you know, you can you can get there by ocean. Um
1: I'm just I, I totally get where you're getting hung up on. I just and I don't know if Philadelphia would be good enough. I'm sure there's a name for that checkpoint or whatever we would call it, just like there's Ellis Island, right? I don't think if we answered New York. Right, right, um, hey, is there an angel island? Could this be like a really this is this is my anxious brain talking. Could this be like a really loose um, oh, what's the movie? Uh, oh, Jimmy Stewart, Christmas, uh, oh,
2: oh, it's a wonderful life
1: every time you hear a bell ring, an angel gets its wings, kind of thing like i I remember Angel Island is that itch I was trying to find. I don't know if that's right or not
2: no, no familiarity. Familiarity with
1: it—that um, would—that would get your connection a really loose connection right. to a bell. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know, Paul. I'm Ellis Island almost seems too easy.
2: It, that's, that's my biggest problem with it. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does seem too easy. Uh,
1: you, you you want to roll the 12. dice? And just go Angel Island. Because uh. I, I really do think it's a thing, and if it, if it's not, that's fine. You you have more fuel on the fire to hate my guts, but. <laughs>
2: uh well it's one of those things we're playing solo i'm going safe and saying ellis island if you want to roll the dice and go angel island
1: i'll back you on it only because there's no other connection to bell with ellis all right then remotely rhymes all right we're gonna i guess i guess we'll go with angel island question mark
0: luke and paul lock in with angel island dustin and addy what did you say
5: we locked in with Ellis Island.
0: And Dustin and Addie, what did you wager on Luke and Paul's knowledge here?
1: 200.
0: Luke and Paul, what did you wager on Dustin and Addie?
1: We had them at 100 for this one.
0: Okay, so uh, my esteemed co-host here writes all my puns for me, uh, my, my clues here, and she put... That name rings a bell because Ellis, Ellis bell, bell is yep. the name, the pseudonym for Emily wow. Bronte. As soon as <laughs> we locked it in, it hit me, and I
2: tried is... to keep a poker face about how pissed I was. We,
3: whereas we started, you started talking about other islands which had bells in it, and we we start thinking, "Oh shit, we jumped <laughs> too quick on that one." Well, I thought, "Well, ancients into." um into the united states from the eastern side that's probably just ellis island isn't it hang on a second where's the bell connection oops and (laughs) and
0: luke uh to to make you feel a little better angel island is basically west coast ellis island that's
1: where it was coming from Mm. okay ah
0: okay Uh, it, it served the same purpose but over on the pacific side okay So So you're saying we get credit. Okay, good, good. (laughs) You get moral points.
1: (laughs) Uh, My least favorite kind. Brittany, how much
0: are moral points worth on this show?
4: Uh, Nothing or negative points, really. So uh, on that one, Luke and Paul lost 300 points. Ouch. Dustin and Addy wagered well and picked up 500. So going into the third question of the set, we have Luke and Paul with 1,500 and Dustin and Addy with 2,100.
0: Luke and Paul, what did you wager on? Let's put some miles on it, the business question. That was our 100. Dustin and Addy, what did you wager?
3: This is also our 100 pointer. Because we found business could mean basically anything. (laughs)
0: All right. So our question in let's put some miles on it. A business question. The explorer who founded Fort Pontchartrain due to Detroit would later become the city which would later become the city of Detroit lends his name to which automotive brand founded in nineteen oh two and purchased by General Motors in nineteen oh nine.
1: Paul, do you want to lock that in then?
0: Yeah, yeah, we can we can lock here. Let's go. Paul and Luke are locked in. Dustin and Addy, go ahead and talk it out.
3: Dustin, this one is you again, if you
5: want to. Yeah, we were about to lock in, but let's talk it through just a little bit. I I think we both had the same thought that Cadillac is the name of the famous explorer that might have founded Detroit. I know that there was a man named Chevrolet that that company was named for, but I think that was just an automotive man, like a, a guy that actually founded the company.
3: Yeah, and the have the big ones like Pontiac, and that it's they're more they're they'd be, um indigenous leaders, right. not, um, not actual. Um, and then you've got Ford, who's named after scum of the earth.
4: Uh-huh.
3: Uh, again, automotive manufacturers. Um, right. So I thought, yeah, I, th- I think that if, if if Chevrolet was just an auto man, then I think it's going to be then it's it's going to be Cadillac.
5: I hope I'm right about that, but yeah, that's what I think we should lock in with.
3: Okay, I'm good with that.
0: All right, Dustin and Addie lock in with Cadillac. What about Luke and Paul?
1: We had uh, we had Cadillac also uh, for many of the same reasons. There's also a Cadillac Michigan up in the northern part of the state. Uh, my family's from Detroit, so this this felt one, this one felt okay. And I so, have based ask, on our
0: wagering, I will be very pleased if we're all wrong. And I have to ask, what part of Detroit?
1: <laughs> uh, my dad's from the suburbs in Plymouth.
0: Uh, okay, so I, I'm, I I'm out there. I lived in the Troy area for yeah. several years, so. Awesome. Um, and uh, Luke and Paul, what did you wager on Dustin and Addy's knowledge here? Yeah, we gave them 300 on this. And what about you, Dustin and Addy? We did the same. Ah. Okay. Uh So the founder of Detroit is Antoine de la Mothe Cadillac. Cadillac is the correct answer we were looking for there. I would have been so happy if one of his middle names was pink, but oh well.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, sorry, one second. Are you okay? It's a very heartfelt moment here. (laughs) Oh no, Addy! You cracked me up with the scum of the earth comment, and I choked on
3: something spicy. So, <laughs> there are several people who I get, I, I have particular bugbears about and, and for 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 understandable reasons. Look,
4: if Hitler has a photo of you on his desk as an inspiration, you're not a good person. I think that's a basic rule of the universe.
1: My uh, my grandfather was laid off by him personally, and that's a crowning moment in our family. Hitler? Hitler? Really? No. Not. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, you
1: no, know, my, my grandpa was over in Okinawa when Hitler was around. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. That was great. No, it, oh, I
3: it's
0: ha- <clears throat> now I have to decide whether I'm leaving that in. Oh, you and It's going to are. become an a t- episode <laughs> title or...
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, one of the fun things that happens here on Trivia, or Frenemy Trivia not just trivia, that's generic, me trivia, is that sometimes both teams can get it right and lose points. And that's what happened here. Both teams actually lost 200 points on this one. (laughs) So going into our next section, we have Luke and Paul with 1,300, Dustin and Addy with 1,900.
0: Our next three categories are non-Steve Jobs, which is a history question. I honestly thought she was joking a music question, and okay, but the Mexican version is better, which is a science question. Go ahead and lock in your wagers. What was it the other day? Somebody was on, what podcast was I listening to where somebody went through like a six pack?
4: I'm pretty sure that was Drew versus Jeff and the uh, yeah. World Traveler Tournament. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I have not heard this podcast, but it was absolutely box bomb. Yeah, Yeah. no, Drew
4: bought the six pack of uh, Bud Light. Yeah, it was. was
0: Drew was on a pub trivia experience, and Mm -hmm. they were doing their uh, world traveler tournament, and it was Drew versus Jeff Woodhead, and Drew like every five minutes it was just crack, (laughs) (laughs) as he opens another one.
4: Yeah, it was. It was. Truly remarkable. But that being said, I have everyone's scores.
0: Okay. So, Dustin and Addy, what did you wager on non-Steve Jobs, our history question? We said 300. What about Luke and Paul? Uh, We wagered 100. Our non-Steve Jobs history question. March 21 steps south. Turn and face east for 21 seconds. Turn and face north for 21 seconds. March 21 steps north. Turn and face east for 21 seconds. Turn and face north for 21 seconds. Repeat. These are the instructions for a select group of individuals who are employed at what specific location. Okay, I'd say we are locked in. Paul and Luke are locked in. Addie and Dustin, go ahead and talk it out
5: um we've got an answer we're just i want to talk about a contingency with anyone
3: yeah that's that's fine what was your answer because you had you said something straight away
5: yeah I, I i had thunder on arlington national cemetery on the the dress marines that do the uh the ritual there but then i i want to make sure that it's not something at at uh in london
3: um yeah the category of course is non-steve job so is that just a case of just so why non Steve specifically? Why is that the way of uh, it? th-
5: that? It's somebody else's job, I guess.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I mean, yeah. If you, if you said you've seen them, um, them do that. Like, the, I don't think it's going to be the, um, the 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 beefeaters are, are are tar, you, said, you said the beefeaters. The beefeaters actually a Tower of London, not the palace. Um, okay. not the palace. That would be the. Um, whatever the queens, I mean, it's just the other kings. No, kings now I should say. <laughs> um, do you, do you it? Um, French Revolution equivalent? When, please? Maybe not. Um, <laughs> I'm not a fan of death and destruction or anything. Just, just get them out. Um, uh, yeah, sorry. I, I, yeah, I, um, no, I, I think stick with your original guess. I mean, I, I think that's more likely than anything in London.
5: Okay. Then we're gonna lock in with Arlington National Cemetery.
0: All right, Addy and Dustin lock in with Arlington National Cemetery. Luke and Paul, what did you
1: say? You said a big shit after their commentary. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, m- mid Addy's thing. We, we we just exchange a oh, fuck
0: for our answer of Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Luke and Paul lock in with Buckingham Palace. Uh, Luke and Paul, what did you wager on? Dustin and Addie's ability here.
1: We had them at 200 more by process of elimination than anything else.
0: What about you, Dustin and Addie?
5: We have 200 on them for this one.
0: Okay. So the big clue here is 21 repeating 21, 21, 21, such as a 21 gun salute. Uh, this is the instructions, or these are the instructions for the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier at Arlington. Well, as I said in the chat, fuck.
4: <laughs> 10 point of clarification. That's a correct answer for Dustin and Addy.
5: I'm going to give it to him. Yes. Okay. I <laughs> could have given that specific if I had to. Yes. Yeah, we,
2: we we exchange, you know, oh, this is the beef eaters. It's obvious. Yeah, it, It's repeat. The, the, uh. The Tomb of the Unknown Soldier? No, they don't just continually repeat it the way they do at Buckingham. Psh, uh, <laughs> we features. obviously have this, and they clearly got it wrong.
3: <laughs> the who are, effectively are They've got a, technically a really long-winded title, the Yeoman of the Guard, or something. They're specifically the Tower of London.
0: Hmm. Yeah, 21 seconds repeating. You, know, you You march for 21 steps, you face east for 21 seconds, and you just repeat 21 over and over again
2: you make it sound so obvious after after the fact here thank you very much i'll be honest
4: with the description of their job my mind went immediately to video games thinking that okay so you have to time it right so that you can sneak past the guards (laughs) (laughs) and get where you're going Um, the
1: job is obviously solid snake or or the, the guards in ocarina of time i mean it was it was somewhere in there right
4: he just had a cardboard
3: box sneaking through it, which they, which, which none of them apparently seem to notice. As long as it's not moving, they don't <laughs> notice it. The fact that it keeps changing places every minutes. <laughs> All but, right,
0: uh, can we get a score update?
3: Oh yeah. Uh, luckily, neither of our teams went for
4: video games, and with that uh, way that shake shook the way that shook out. Uh, Luke and Paul lost three hundred, where Dustin and Addie gained five. So going into mm. question two, Luke and Paul, you have a thousand. Dustin and Addie, you have 2400
1: We are going in the wrong direction. All
0: right. Well, maybe you can make up some points here. Uh, Dustin and Addie, what did you wager on? I honestly thought she was joking. Our music question. We did
5: 100 on this one.
3: I feel I'm obligated to point out at this point, there's a complete the lists episode called me plus music equals fail, which is a quote from me during the episode. Uh music is really not my stone
1: point. What what did I text you, Paul? What was the first message I sent you when these categories came out? Uh let's see. When these came out. At the very beginning, uh, the first set of categories,
2: I said me no do music. Uh, oh, oh, the first category yes, yes, that is absolutely what he said. Me
0: no do music. And yeah, Luke and Paul, what did you wager here?
1: We said uh three hundred based on Paul's abilities. Me do
0: music. <laughs> Paul Paul, do music uh, I honestly thought she was joking Our music question is Snoopy vs. the Red Baron Was a song by the Royal Guardsmen That peaked at number 2 on the Billboard Hot 100 It was prevented from reaching number 1 By what song on December 31st, 1966? This particular song also reached number 25 With a different band in 2001 And we're looking for the song here
1: Oh, Paul, you're so smart. Lock that in.
0: <laughs> Paul and Luke are locked in. D- Dustin and Addie, go ahead and talk it out.
3: Uh, we're struggling here so far. Um, yeah,
5: I don't want to talk it out. We don't know anything.
3: Uh, um, 2001,
5: God, that's too late for the other one I was thinking of, too.
3: It's too, The 60s is too early for the Bee Gees, and it's like tragedy or staying alive. Uh really? And
5: I, I being led toward a female artist by the I honestly thought she was joking thing is maybe throwing me off in a bad direction.
3: Um, who was big in this? He, well, no, Donna Summer was 70s, really. So, um, yeah, she was queen of disco. Um,
4: yeah.
3: oh, I don't,
5: um, yeah, this is killing me. I, it's, it's holiday season, it's New Year's, it's not old Lang Syne. <laughs> um no um but i can't think of anything else that's a new year's type of song yeah. so that may just be coincidence
3: I honestly the category isn't helping much either. i honestly thought she was joking um yeah
5: um the one that keeps popping in my head is venus that uh shocking blue did and then banana rama did but i know the banana rama cover is more like 89 not 2001
3: Unless there was another cover of it, um, yeah, it could have been. I mean, oh, hang When when was um, the would um, "Tainted Love" obviously was done by Soft Cell, but there were um, oh, but that's Ooh. but that, that was, was but that but there was but like Soft Cell was was itself a cover, yeah, uh, uh, Barry, Gloria
5: Jackson know. or Glenn Glorious something like that, yeah,
3: yeah. Like, uh, could it be like because there were other versions later than that i don't know if yeah
5: um charted i know i think marilyn manson might have covered it oh
3: manson definitely covered it i don't know when i don't know if it would have hit as high as
5: okay with trying that
3: on number one but i mean i know it's when those songs it's older than people think um
5: i don't think it's right but i like it better than anything i've said so far
3: okay we'll go with that yeah we don't have anything else
5: I don't have anything else. This is making me crazy, and
3: yeah, we'll kick I kind of want to make it yeah. stop
5: making me crazy.
3: Yeah. So we lock uh, in
5: with Tainted Love? Yeah, we'll, we'll lock in with Tainted Love. Dustin and Addie lock in with Tainted Love. Luke and Paul,
0: what did you come up with?
1: Paul, you want to start this off?
0: Yeah. Uh, so one of the
2: benefits of being an occasional trivia host is writing rounds for things like songs that peaked at number two. Which, that that was a huge help in getting us around to the monkeys and Smash Mouth doing I'm a Believer.
1: Oh. Shrek was 2001,
0: right? Yes, it was. Luke and Paul lock in with I'm a Believer. Luke and Paul, what did you wager on Dustin and Addy's knowledge here?
1: We had them down at 100 for this one.
0: And what about Dustin and Addy? What did you say for Luke and Paul?
5: We had them down at 100 as well.
3: Because we know what Paul's like on music. Yeah. <laughs> We're not giving you extra points on this.
5: So I honestly thought she was
0: joking when she said she would leave me over my Shrek obsession. <laughs> but then I saw her face.
3: Yeah. I mean, my girlfriend told me she would, that she would leave me if I, stopped it, if I didn't stop quoting the monkeys at every opportunity. And I thought she was joking, but then I saw her face.
0: and now i'm a believer i'm a believer is the correct answer paul getting that one
3: yeah
4: well done uh and with that uh dustin and addy losing 200 on this one luke and paul picking up four so going into question three luke and paul you have 1400 dustin and addy 2200
0: dustin and addy what did you what did you wager on OK, but the Mexican version is better? A science question.
5: We have 200 on this one. Luke and Paul, what did you
0: say?
1: We also had 200.
0: In OK, but the Mexican version is better? A science question. John Pemberton, a, Con- a Confederate colonel, was injured in the Battle of Columbus. His recovery left him with a morphine addiction. What product still in production today did Pemberton create in an effort to break that addiction? I think we're locked in. We are. <laughs> Paul and Luke are locked in. Dustin and Addy, tell us your thoughts.
5: Um, Addy, you start. I think you've got. Uh, the...
3: I think that that this that John Pemberton, if I've got the right guy, is the Coca-Cola guy. Uh, Coca-Cola was originally it was originally extremely addictive because it was made with, of course, actual coca leaves. The actual uh, was it was from the actual cocaine uh plant which would track if you if the reason he was trying to do it because he was trying to switch his addiction from morphine to cocaine right uh, these days they do it with methadone famously at least in the uk um
5: that's what i started typing was methadone but Confederate <laughs> <laughs> would put would put georgia in exactly the right spot which is where coke was founded and that name, as soon as you said it, ring a big bell for me. So I'm, I'm pretty sure you're right.
3: One of those names that, like, if you ask me, like, if you see me the name, I, I, I make the association. If you ask me to see the name, and I blank on what actually. actual Russian
5: sure, name. yeah.
3: And then the the timing certainly, it certainly was about the 1860s that um, that it was founded, and of course then it really took off in World War One because it was uh, significantly cheaper and it was significantly better to drink Coke. Uh, for from a five cent bottle and it was to drink the water in the trenches. Hmm. Um but the tight it had already been around for fifty years by that point. So yeah. I, I like it.
5: I think you're right.
3: Okay, lock in with Coca-Cola.
0: Dustin and Addy lock in with Coca Cola. Luke and Paul, what did you lock in with? Well the Mexican version is better. Uh, we also had Coca Cola here. And Dustin and Addy, what did you wager on Luke and Paul's knowledge? Three hundred. And what about you guys, Luke and Paul?
1: This is a really awful trend of the last question of each round, us wagering the same and losing the same. Uh, We said 300 as well.
0: Okay. Well, if it's North Carolina, it's Pepsi. If it's Texas, I think it's Dr. Pepper. And if it's Georgia, it's Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is the right answer there.
3: Coca-Cola has now overtaken Iron Brew as the leading drinks manufacturer in Scotland, but Scotland held out. As a, for a ridiculously long time, one of the few, as one of some like the only countries in the world where Coca-Cola was sold, but was not the market leader.
0: Very nice, uh, Brittany. What does that bring us to at the end of the second section?
4: Well, uh, similar to the end of the last section, both teams getting it right and both teams losing points <laughs> on this one. Although this time they only each lost a hundred points, so trending in the right direction. But that means going into section three, Luke and Paul, you have 1300. Dustin and Addie, you have 2100.
0: Let's see what happens in section three. Our categories for section three are Danny DeVito approved, which is a culture question, fade to black, which is a film question, and let's kick it, which is a sports question. Go ahead and get your wagers in.
4: Well, I do have everyone's scores in, Tim.
0: Okay. Luke and Paul, what did you wager on Danny DeVito approved our culture question?
1: We had a, we had a hundred here. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Addie, what did you guys wager on yourselves?
3: Uh, we wagered 200.
0: Our Danny DeVito approved culture question. What observance, which falls on various states, depending on the state you live in, was first observed in the U S on ne- in Nebraska on April 10th, 1872 and was nearly called Sylvan Day.
5: Okay, we're locked lock-in.
0: Dustin and Addy are locked in. Luke and Paul, let's hear your thoughts. I don't want to have to talk about this out loud. Um,
2: Well, we were... It, he texted to me, you know, is Arbor Day on different dates? I was just texting back to him. My first instinct on this was Arbor Day, but I don't understand the Danny DeVito connection. Oh, fuck the Lorax. Okay. Yes, this <laughs> hey! has got to be... <laughs>
1: I just, I just figured it was going to be an, it's always sunny, uh, joke. And I've seen one and and a half episodes of that show. So I, I just wrote that clue off completely. Um, yeah,
2: I I was thinking, okay, this is going to be, uh, yeah, it's always sunny or it's going to be a Jersey Mike's thing or
1: uh, that was my favorite book to read to my kids. I, man, my Laura Jersey Mike's yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) the menu there. I always get a giant 17, (laughs)
1: uh, whatever the, whatever the big club is there. Shout out to Jersey Mike's. Um, yeah i then then let's lock that in uh i i had no idea if it's on different days i had no idea i didn't know that was a thing um but i
2: i I think it is okay but i the the devito thing that's once you put parse that together that really ties
1: it in sure i so So
0: just to clarify luke and paul you're locking in with arbor day speak for the trees and uh, Dustin what did you and Addy lock in with
3: This was all Dustin because these are US This is going to be a US holiday Which I am unfortunate I, I know a few of them by now but not these ones unfortunately.
5: Yeah, I was vacillating a little bit About the different time of year Per state but we also went Arbor Day
0: Alright uh,
5: Paul what did you
0: guys wager on Dustin And Addy's knowledge We wagered 100 on them
5: Dustin what did you guys
0: wager on Paul and Luke
5: 200
3: which makes our discussion of well which what question are you actually asking for slightly redundant because we simply didn't want to give away the fact that we put the same wager on both of us for this
0: so uh sylvan is a uh, forest or sylvania pennsylvania uh transylvania um Danny DeVito was the star of the Lorax. We are looking for Arbor Day, which does change from state to state.
4: Paul, your recognition of the Lorax clue was just so perfectly (laughs) stream of consciousness. That was amazing. amazing. Um, But yeah, Tim, both teams got it right. (laughs) and Both teams pushed their scores. So uh, question number two, the scores haven't changed. They're still 1300 to 2100 in favor of
3: Dustin and Addy.
0: Addie, what did you guys wager on your knowledge for Fade to Black, our film question?
3: Uh, we went for 300 on this one.
0: And what about you, Paul? We went 200. Okay, in Fade to Black, our film question, what American filmmaker counts to his credit writing four Star Wars films, writing Raiders of the Lost Ark, and directing Body Heat, The Accidental Tourist, and Dreamcatcher?
1: Paul, with your agreement, I think we can go with the first choice there. I fully agree with that. Okay, we'll lock in then.
0: Luke and Paul are locked in. Dustin and Addy, where are you at here?
3: Um, Right, we don't have this yet. Uh, I'm trying to work out what the clue is from the category. Um, fade to black, which I was hoping would be more helpful than it's proving uh, so far.
5: I feel the first half of this question is a no-brainer, George Lucas. But the fact that there's more to it makes me think that's a red herring, and they're trying to make us do that.
3: Because four Star Wars films, it could be any of the four. Um,
5: I mean, of course, but but the the other movies, the the director credits are all early, like late '70s, early '80s. Dreamcatcher might be later. I, I sure wasn't aware of him directing anything like that. But as far as I remember, he wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark and Spielberg directed Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I'm having trouble coming up with anything, anybody else that I know. He definitely wrote at least three Star Wars films. And I think he wrote one of the prequel trilogy also.
3: Yeah. I mean, that would would make sense because he he directed like the first one, but he wasn't really a director after that. He mostly stopped writing and let let other people do directing. Right. Um.
5: Lawrence Kasdan and uh, yeah,
3: yeah, he stopped to writing and.
5: I feel yeah. like I feel like it's a trick, but I don't have a better answer.
3: I'm um, I'm good with that. I'm good. I'm I'm good with going for uh, for George Lucas.
5: Okay, we're gonna lock with George Lucas. Okay, Luke and Paul, what did
2: you say? We, we... say Luke. Uh, how how badly did your heart just drop? <laughs> drop when dustin just said the name of the writer of empire strikes back uh return of the jedi uh force awakens and solo lawrence kazdan oof
1: <laughs> yeah i i i've been as i've done more and more of these podcasts i've been getting better and better at like my poker face and and not be lying my my utter disappointment at someone swooping in at the last minute i i hope it's lawrence Kasdan. uh I don't remember George Lucas doing much directing at all. And, and that's what kind of yeah, threw and, me away from him. And
2: as much a, as huge a Star Wars fan as I am, the, the, what would really nailed it down for me was I know Kazdan wrote Body Heat.
0: All right. Luke and Paul locked in with Lawrence Kazdan. What did you guys wager on Dustin and Addy here? We gave them 200. Uh, Dustin, what did you guys wager on Luke and Paul? We gave them 100. Yeah, I I really thought that Dustin was gonna stop and go. Oh wait, it's Lawrence Kasdan. Uh, because I didn't know Lawrence he wrote Ra- any of them. Lawrence Kasdan is the third one. writer on Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was Spielberg, Lucas, and Lawrence Kasdan, uh, mm. as well as the other. Damn. I mean, Paul, Paul rattled off all four Star Wars films that he
5: wrote. I have a new frenemy now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what
5: did Lawrence Kasdan <laughs> ever do to you? <laughs>
1: it's George freaking Lucas.
5: <laughs> Ned, you're right. It's whoever wrote Temple of Doom. I have a problem with. Right about now,
0: all four of you should realize that your real frenemy is me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting that. and me. <laughs> what is that? What can you explain the category clue? By the way, just uh, to... it was so
4: not really easy to clue Lawrence Kasdan directly without just giving it away. Uh, so this was more to just narrow the focus on film to knowing it's more on the production side than just like naming a movie kind of thing. So sometimes they're a little bit more oblique just depending on what the ask is, but
0: Brittany, I think we have an interesting score update. Oh, we do because
4: that, that was an 800 point swing uh, between the scores. Uh, Luke and Paul picked up 400. Addie and Dustin lost 400. That means going into question three, we have a tie game. Oh. With each team having 1,700 points.
0: Woo-hoo. Big on that Lawrence cast and pull. Mm. Eh. Dustin, what did you guys wager on Let's Kick It, our sports question?
5: Uh, we wagered 100 for us on this one.
0: And Luke, what
5: did you guys wager?
1: We wager three hundred.
0: Here we go with our let's kick it a sports question. The Federation Internationale de Football Association was founded in 1904 by member countries: Belgium, the Netherlands, France, Spain, Sweden, and Switzerland. Which country, which has won the four, the World Cup four times, signaled its intent to join later that same day, but is not technically a founding member
3: i think we're good to walk um
0: Patty and dustin are locked in paul and luke talk it out all
3: right um
0: you
2: know it seems every time they say we'll lock in it's after i've already typed out a paragraph in the
1: chat here <laughs> so let me just erase all that yeah <clears throat> um i mean we we came in i think we're we're still sticking something european um and my initial two guesses were Germany and Italy. I think England's won it three times. I could be wrong on that. My my FIFA knowledge, World Cup knowledge, is not great. Uh, but Germany seems to be sticking out for the best for us. Paul, do you have any other objections?
2: I I have no thunder on this whatsoever. I you know when you sent over Germany, Italy, I was busy typing
1: i think it might
2: be germany yeah. so I'm,
1: I'm i'm the same amount of sure but it was my first kind of like ooh, and i think they won uh recently
2: i don't know i'm just trying to really really scrutinize addy's face as we talk about italy yes why don't we lock in no no or germany no. oh boy he's good he's he's really poker in this one
1: <laughs> desperately not looking at the camera right now um <laughs> let's I think we save the agony and let's just lock in Germany and see, see how this shakes out.
0: Let's do it. Luke and Paul say Germany.
3: <laughs> You're gosh, you you know, I have to inflict pain on me there uh, because we were between the same two. This is this probably all me. I was hoping it kicking weird of here. If there just to soccer, um, England have mercifully those fucking Wankers. only won once which okay. they will never let us fucking forget about 1966 their women have won more recently than that uh which means which if I, did they win it I, they may have won something I, yeah the women i think the women have won it recently or won the euros but um but anyway i 20 2020 2020 stuff or 2021 and all the stuff that got delayed, was basically the year when Italy won basically everything. They won Eurovision, they won the Great British Bake Off, um, <laughs> they won, the Italian won the Tour de France, and they won the delayed 2020 World Cup. And I think that that put Italy on to four. Germany, I know they won it a couple of times. I know, um, I think that West Germany have won it, I know Germany won it somewhere in the early 2010s. Um, Either before or after Spain did it. Spain, or well, Spain were on the list anyway, but they've only won it, they definitely haven't won it um, that many times. Um, so I think that it's Italy, and I'm hoping that it's right. If it's not Italy, then it's Germany. So it's one or the other of us getting points, probably. But we locked in with Italy.
0: Dustin, what did you guys wager on Luke and Paul?
5: Uh, hold on, let me go find that. Uh, we put 300 on this one for them.
0: And uh Paul, what did you say for Dustin and Addy? Same. We have got three hundred on them. So uh, I'm trying to find I, I I could I should have looked this up sooner um when one of these countries joined. But basically, the countries I listed formed FIFA, and later that day, a telegram said hey, we want in too, Uh, and that telegram came from Germany.
3: Holy moly. Sorry. Sorry, Dustin. So so
0: Germany joined FIFA the day FIFA was formed, uh, but technically speaking, they were not part of the founding members.
3: I'm sorry, Dustin. That, oh, don't be sorry. You... I was between the two. I knew that, I knew it was definitely one of the two of them. And yeah. my coin flips have been so terrible in general recently.
5: I didn't have a coin to flip, so I'm I'm pleased that we got close.
4: Uh, yeah, so interesting thing happened with the scores. Uh, if I'm doing my math correctly, this was a thousand point swing between oh, the scores yes, uh, with Paul and Luke picking up 600 points on their wagers and Addy and Dustin losing 400. We both teams will hear the categories for section four um, and I believe play all the questions. But Luke and Paul, you're going in with 2300. Dustin, Addy, you're going in with 1300.
0: And as we've learned, uh, there can be some wild swings in this mm-hmm. game. So it is still anybody's <laughs> game. Um, wow. Just not Italy's.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and it would it would help if I remembered that FIFA, that Italy didn't actually qualify uh, for the last World Cup, wouldn't it? Because those cheating diving bastards, uh, as I said, cause I was making a joke that Italy's diving team didn't uh, manage to attend the football World Cup because their their national team do have a really bad bad history of that. Well, uh, Addy,
1: at least you're it's something you're not passionate about, clearly. <laughs> I mean, all. like we
3: uh, Scotland don't have anything to cheer about. Um, although somehow we did manage to beat Norway today, which was unexpected. But Sc- we, the Scots are get passionate about football because we know the English are much better than us, and we know we never have and never will win anything. So it's just, <laughs> it's yeah, we 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 just lean into it.
0: Our three categories for our final section in the first half. Uh, we have Hypothetically Speaking, which is a pop culture tribond. There's a blip of truth in there somewhere, which is a science question and sewer. I barely know her a film question. Go ahead and get your wagers in.
4: Tim, I have wagers in from both teams.
0: Okay. So let's jump in. Dustin, what did you guys wager on your knowledge for Hypothetically Speaking, a pop culture tribond?
5: Here's where we put our three hundred.
0: And what about you guys, Paul? Here's where we put our three hundred. In hypothetically speaking, a pop culture tribond. What title is shared by a 1991 Nickelodeon show starring Mark Summers, a 2008 hidden camera show, and a 2001 R&B song that was nominated for Best R&B Performance by a Duo or Group?
4: No.
1: Paul, it's a, it's a whole title, and I think of the two I gave you, it's the second one. We can lock that in then, Paul, if you're cool with it. I'm um, cool with it. Oh, making me nervous, though.
0: Yes. yes. Paul and Luke have locked in. Dustin and Addie, go ahead and tell us your thoughts.
3: Oh, I have absolutely nothing on this, I'm afraid, so Dustin, this one's all gonna be you. I know a few new collodion shows, but I don't, I've don't. i heard the name Mark Summers, but I've got no idea who he is. Music, I'm still horrendous on, and i don't know what the hidden
5: camera show might be. I just want to play a tape of Crickets for a couple of minutes to <laughs> echo what's going on in my brain. Uh, I only have one guest for the Mark Summer Show, and it doesn't ring a bell for the other two, but nothing else is coming to me at all. So I think we're going to have to lock in with Double Dare.
3: Okay. All right.
0: Dustin and Addie lock in with Double Dare. Luke and Paul, what did you say? This is all
2: Luke.
1: So so 1991 Nickelodeon might might be my wheelhouse if I had to pick a wheelhouse. But this was still really, really tough uh, because I, the Hidden Camera show, this makes sense for, and as we've stated before, me no do music. Uh, so Mark Summers' two big shows on Nickelodeon, and I think he hosted other things, uh, but his two big shows were Double Dare and a show called What Would You Do? Uh, that makes sense for a Hidden Camera show. Uh, and for music, yeah, I mean... We'll find out, I guess
5: it's totally a hidden camera show. All right. So Luke and Paul say,
0: what would you do? Uh, Luke, what did you guys wager on Dustin and Addy's knowledge here?
3: We had
1: them at 200
0: and Addy, what did you wager for Luke and Paul?
3: Uh, only 100.
0: Okay. So Mark Summers did have two big shows on Nickelodeon. Um, a hidden. there was also a hidden camera show and a R and B song. Let's see if I can get this, uh, what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor? Cause he's hungry. And the only way to feed him is to. Yeah. Uh, the answer is what would you do? Uh, Wait, you're leaving me hanging. What is the only way to feed him? Uh, sleep with a man for a little bit of money. Cause his daddy's gone. And... Oh.
1: Thank <laughs> yeah. you.
0: It's actually a really dark song, yeah, but uh, super upbeat. yeah. It, what would you do is the answer we were looking for there. And the hidden camera show just puts people in awkward positions, like super racist guy at the convenience store talking to, uh, right. is, uh is that um, the name um,
1: of the John Kenyotas? Is he the host? The, like, yes. 2020 guy. That's it. Yep.
0: Yep. So what would you do was the answer we were looking for there?
4: Uh, yeah. And I was really hoping that one of y'all would mention the clue there, but, um, <laughs> hypothetically uh, speaking, <laughs>
2: uh, well, wonderful pull Luke.
4: Whew. hypothetically speaking and then practically speaking uh we have some score changes here uh luke and paul you picked up 500 Addie and dustin you lost 400 so going into question two luke and paul you have 2800 and dustin and addy you have 900
0: uh, the door is closing quick but we're still going to play all of these questions mm-hmm. uh Dustin and Addy, what did you say for, there's a blip of truth in there somewhere, our science Uh, question.
3: In keeping with our downward spiral, our points are also decreasing, Uh, so we went 200.
0: And Luke, what did you guys wager?
3: We kicked down to 100 for this one.
0: In a, there's a blip of truth in there somewhere, our science question. Also known as 3D laser scanning, what technique uses lasers to make high-resolution maps and has been increasingly used in control and navigation for autonomous cars?
1: Paul, have you seen what I've texted you? I have not. Good, because that's, that's everything that I have is absolutely nothing. I don't even have a guess.
4: I have to tell you, my favorite part of co-hosting and scorekeeping is getting to see the thought process of the teams in the team chats. I bet it's cool.
3: This it's, is why I really want to host a trivia podcast someday to see this. I mean, I've guess I've guest hosted in Triviality once, but yeah, I would.
0: Okay, our completely made-up
3: answer so is bad.
0: locked in. So bad. Paul and Luke are locked in. Dustin and Addy, go ahead and discuss.
5: Behold
3: the field in which I grow my my sensible logical answers, and you'll see that it is barren.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about anything that was in this chat. <laughs> um, I, I guess we can. I, I can say what I said was "fuck me with a self-driving Tesla." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I. This is rough. I've got nothing that I don't think I've heard of this. So I think let's go with the first thing I said. Okay, I let's it, go with it's, that. It's just as made up as theirs, but so we're going to lock in with laser topography.
3: Okay, sure.
0: Okay, uh, Luke and Paul, what did you lock in with? Yeah, we'll match their bullshit
2: answer with one of our own. We made up the term telemetric imaging.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, Luke, what did you guys wager on Dustin and Addy?
1: We had them at three hundred on this one.
5: Okay.
0: Dustin, what did you guys wager on Luke and Paul?
5: We had 300 on them on this one. Okay. So this is
0: known it, it's very similar to radar, uh, but it's light detection and ranging it's LIDAR.
3: what I've
0: heard of it, but I thought it was older than that. Uh, I mean, it, it may be, but it's, it's used in these cases and specifically it's how we get navigation and control in autonomous cars.
5: All
3: right. Well, at least both scores are going to plummet after this.
4: Not well, just hours for the first you game. know, it's <laughs> funny that you say that because there's two really fun situations with Fermi trivia. We've run into one of them where both teams get it right and lose points. We just ran into the other one where both teams get it wrong, but <laughs> gain points. <laughs> right. So, Paul and Luke, you picked up 200 points there, Addy. And Dustin, based on your smart wagers on your opponents, you picked up 100. So going to the final question here, we actually have a score of Paul and Luke with 3,000 to Dustin and Addy's 1,000.
3: So all we need is a 1,500. Oh, we need is a, an epic. 2,000 yeah. points swing.
0: <laughs> Addy, what did you guys wager on Sewer? I Barely Know Her, our film question.
3: We bet uh, 100 completing our, our our plummet.
0: And Paul, what did you guys wager here? Uh, we wagered 200. Our category is sewer. I barely know her. A film question. Techno Global Research Industries is a fictional research firm at the center of the plot to what 1991 film? Ready to
1: lock that. So uh, no, here's no. My. Okay, okay. This is killing me, Paul. We don't need to agonize over it, but I, you can understand my my trepidation here.
2: Yeah, I, I think what I said, I think that's the. I think we should be
5: doing this in chat. Sorry, yeah.
4: I think Addie and Dustin would prefer that you keep
3: discussing it for, I know. Sorry,
5: <laughs> that was... for a couple of hours. Would be great. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Maybe if you die of old age, we'll win the
5: I'm pretty sure you're going to be on your own if that happens, Eddie. I'm, I'm going down of old age, too.
1: <laughs> all right, we're going to lock it in, but we're not happy about it. Son of a bitch.
3: We're dancing all around it, and we can't get to the right one because we can name films or just before or just after it. Um, Terminator 2 isn't near enough the right time, but that's definitely Cyberdyne, War Games and Trauma, both 80s. Alien is definitely Wailing Utani uh, and that would be for all of the films. Um...
5: Could it be a horror film of some kind that had technology? Um God I mean, It's got to be a I mean, well-known like film to, the,
3: to so not I have Silence of the Lambs so would never take comfort, didn't it?
5: No, and I'd i know everything about that movie I would be able to tell you uh, that,
3: was, that was 91, but um I'm I to would think love anything,
5: it if it was a question about that movie
3: Yeah, I'm trying to think of, of anything sci-fi from early 90s I know Um
5: the last navigator, the.
3: the, the, the standard, Starfighter. Well, it was tangential because like even like Predator like has companies in it, but like or well Predator two had one. Right. That, well, that was Predator two was like was much later anyway because that was, uh, heavily referenced. Yeah, ninety four um, probably. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. i struggling to think of What sci-fi? The early.
5: And we're not uh, winning anyway, so we could just go for something funny if we have anything. We but
3: for, yeah, um, yeah, we could go for a funny answer. Um,
5: <laughs> but my brain's too empty for that too.
3: It's four a.m. my time, yeah, yeah. and which I wouldn't normally be, which I don't, I don't like using as an excuse. But um, I'm I'm certainly going running on empty. Uh, Nightmare
5: on Elm Street three. Paul accidentally stabs Luke.
3: <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> that'll do. <laughs>
5: I mean, I I don't have anything for real.
3: No, I, I don't. I'm sure this is something I've heard of. Oh, uh, yeah. It's also... <sighs>
5: what, would there have been a... Could there have been a Bond film in 91? What, what would no,
3: it have no, been? No, for? no, no. Uh, License to Kill was 89, and then the next one was GoldenEye 95. I mean, right. it's not something like... Like a Van Damme or something, or like a, like a Razor or something. Ooh, like that.
5: Cyborg was around that time with Van Damme. Cyborg was
3: around about that time, yeah. How do we go, Cyborg? Oh, she's let's let's do that. I don't have I, that one. That's not bad. Let's go. We're we'll in with Cyborg. The,
5: the movie's bad, but the guess isn't bad. All right, Dustin
0: and Addy lock in with Cyborg. Paul and Luke, you locked in.
1: So we had the we had the franchise on the Clue, or at least a really good feeling about the franchise on the Clue, and then it came down to uh an argument over the dates whether it was the first one or the second one but techno global research industries abbreviates to tgri uh we're talking ninja turtles in the ooze here um and go ahead
2: and yeah we had some back and forth i'm pretty sure 91 was tmnt2 the secret of the ooze which did
1: feature tgri far more prominently because the first movie i did not enjoy and i've probably only seen once or twice
0: all right, uh, D- uh, Paul. What did you guys wager for the last time on Dustin and Addie? Uh On them, we gave one hundred. And Dustin, what did you wager on Luke and Paul?
5: That was a little ominous. How you said for the last time, <laughs> we're never going to hear from again. Uh, we put two hundred on this one, and I. Oh, you're not look- aware I- of the punishment for losing in this.
3: <laughs> I deserve it. well next time on the show must remember remember the damn category title we did that about half the time (laughs)
5: if i looked at it i might have come up with that too that that sucks i I was
0: i was looking to see if there was anything obvious like a ninja turtle behind luke or addy having the the Mm -hmm. movie uh the fact that he's got the box set of bond there pretty much rules out that it's james bond this is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, Secret of the Ooze.
3: I was never getting that. Dustin.
5: the The very first time I got paid to make art, it was airbrushing a Ninja Turtle on the back of someone's jean jacket. Oh, TGR got this for me, it's and I and I
0: was sitting here going, Dustin, you have a turtle right behind you.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, I was watching Luke and Paul's chat, and when Paul goes, "Is it Secret of the Ooze?" and the Luke goes. I don't know. I think that's later than ninety-one. <laughs> I was like, I'm
2: like, mm, just, like I'm pretty- I should really
4: start bringing popcorn to this podcast <laughs> when I'm co-hosting. Um,
2: one of one of my favorite before and afters that I wrote. Uh, well, cut to the chase. The answer is uh, the secret of the Uzbekistan.
4: <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh man. man! Well, it's no secret that uh, there were not enough points left to swing this in Dustin and Addie's favor. However. Uh, Paul and Luke did pick up 300 there where Addy and Dustin lost 300. So that means our final score at the end of round one is Dustin and Addy with 700 points. But Luke and Paul have 3,300 points.
5: Are you sure that's higher? Can you check your math? (laughs) Uh,
4: The spreadsheet does the math for me. Uh, Blame Tim.
5: So this spells
0: the end for Dustin and Addy's match, but they're going to stick around and talk trash in the second half where Luke and Paul will take each other on right after these messages. Hey, trivia lovers. Want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. And here we go with our second half where Luke and Paul will be taking each other on. As a reminder, round two functions exactly like round one, except when one player locks in. That triggers a 30-second timer for their opponent to lock in the answer. For round two, we have Luke and Paul. We've split their points. We have rounded up, so each team is, each player is going to start with 1,700 points. Here we go. Our first three categories. What a Tangled Web We Weave, which is a theater question. Let's Get French Lit, a literature question. And When We Were Young, a television question. Go ahead and lock in your wagers.
4: I have wagers from both teams now.
0: Luke, what did you wager on yourself for the What a Tangled Web We Weave? A theater question.
2: I wagered 200.
0: And what about you, Paul?
2: I wagered 100.
0: Okay. Our question what, in What a Tangled Web We Weave in theater, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark was notoriously one of the biggest flops in Broadway history. The story incorporates elements of the 2002 and 2004 films, as well as elements of a Greek myth about what person? Who challenged and beat Athena in a tapestry weaving contest. And as it always goes, Dustin is going, why couldn't I have this question?
1: I'm gonna
4: lock in. Y'all can verbally say that, by the way.
0: Luke is locked in, which means Paul, you have 30 seconds. Uh
2: all right. The the only thing that I'm coming up with that makes any sense here. Uh is it Arachne? I'm, I'm going to lock in with Arachne. Paul locks in with Arachne. Luke, what did you say? Which, which? which not not hedging here, that might be what I'm thinking of if I just read the name.
0: <laughs> Paul, what did you wager on Luke's knowledge here?
2: Uh, what did I wager? That's a good question. Uh, 300.
0: And Luke, what did you wager on Paul? Alright, so this is where we get the uh proper name for a spider. The answer is arachne.
4: It is arachne. Uh
0: after <laughs> after she died, she was turned into a spider.
4: Oh yeah, it was it's a hella dark story. Uh she Yeah, uh basically she dies uh shortly after the weaving contest and Athena laments what a talented like basically is like that's such a waste of talent and turns her
3: into a spider. Now you can weave forever more. Um, um, Ariadne yeah. is the one who uh, who gave Theseus the ball of yarn, which helped him escape the labyrinth in the Cretan myth. Sounds like Dustin and Addy knew their Greek mythology. I am one of the very few people in the world who honestly thinks that spiders are genuinely cute and cuddly and adorable. So I have a I have opinions on spiders, which. Most do not share. But I do mix those two up all the damn time. So I might have gone the wrong way on that one.
0: This question is as close as I get to doing any research on spiders. I won't touch them with a 10-foot pole.
3: Well,
4: there you go. Uh, And uh, with that, Luke, you lost 400. Paul, you picked up 400. That means we go into question two with Luke at 1,300 and Paul at 2,100.
0: Paul, what did you wager on Let's Get French Lit? A literature question. I wagered, excuse me, 200. And what about you, Luke? Okay, let's get French lit. What French novelist wrote In Search of Lost Time, a seven-volume, 3,200-page novel published between 1913 and 1927? Uh, I can lock in. Paul is locked in. Luke, you got 30 seconds. Luke locks in with Camus. Paul, what did you lock in with? Uh, I went with Proust. Paul locked in with Proust. Luke, what did you wager on Paul's knowledge here? And what about you, Paul? I gave him 100. OK, well, one of you got the answer right. The answer is Marcel Proust.
4: Uh, Yeah. Uh, So with those scores or with those wagers, Luke, you lost 400 points. Paul, you picked up 300. That means going into question three, Luke, you have 900, and Paul, you have 2,400.
0: Well, let's see what happens here. Luke, what did you wager on When We Were Young? Our television question. And what about you, Paul? I, too, went 300. Okay. In When We Were Young, a television question. Among the animated adventures that Steven Spielberg has worked on are Tiny Toon Adventures. Animaniacs, and What Show, airing from 1995 to 1997. The show was created by Bruce Tim and Paul Dini about Dexter Douglas and his alter ego. Dustin and Addy, how are you guys feeling about this one?
3: I don't know this one, actually. Yeah. I'm just thinking yeah.
5: Paul's doing so good, we might have to hold him down and cut that beard off and see if he loses his powers. Never! <laughs> <laughs>
3: Like, I've got a vague guess,
2: but it's almost certainly wrong. The fun uh, part is you can look it up. I'm just gonna lock in just to force something. I have, I've got a possible
0: guess. Okay, Paul is locked in. Luke, you got 30 seconds to talk it out. Okay, Luke locks in with Fairly Odd Parents. Paul, what did you lock in with? The
2: only thing I'm I can come up with that kind of fits in the whole. That that same genre, I I think Freakazoid might make the cut here. Uh, Paul, what did you what did you wager
0: on Luke's knowledge here? I wagered two hundred. What about you, Luke? Addie and Dustin did I, either of you have a guess here?
5: Nope. No, no I, I really didn't. I really didn't. Uh, I'm in the same place, Luke. As I knew the other two were Spielberg productions, but
0: well, the the big clue here is probably that it's a Bruce Tim production because it is a superhero type show. Paul pulls it out. It is Freakazoid.
4: <laughs>
5: no, God. This beard is on fire.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, Paul pulled that one out. We call that pulling a Scott here even though uh, Paul tried to do a Calori crash, I think. <laughs> but uh, oh, <laughs> I'm just throwing all these terminologies that aren't even things yet, but we can make them a thing. Um. But Luke, you did lose another 400 there. Uh, Paul, you picked up 500. So going into section six, Luke, you have 500. Paul, you have 2,900.
3: Luke is now experiencing what Dustin and I did in the second half of section one.
0: (laughs) Well, let's see if Luke's Luke's luck changes in the second section here. Our three categories are... Tim Blah Blah's a hit, which is a music question. With inflation, it's worth 20.6 times more, a history question. And fun with science, which is a science question.
3: That category for the film one reminds me of a film quote, which I'm going to say after it confirmed, doesn't spoil. One of my favorite uh, film quotes ever.
4: I do have both sets of wagers.
0: Paul, what did you wager on Tim Blah Blah's a Hit of Music Question? Uh,
2: it's music. I'm going to go 300 on it. And what about
1: you, Luke? It's music. I'm going to go 100 on it.
0: <laughs> Who could have called that?
4: Me no do music continues on.
0: <laughs> in Tim Blah Blah's a Hit of Music Question, we want you to name this song, which spent seven weeks at number one of the Billboard Hot 100 in 2007. You have my heart and will never be worlds apart. Maybe in magazines, but you'll still be my star, baby. Cause in the dark, you can't see shiny cars. Lock it in. I got it. Luke is locked in. Paul, let's go ahead and talk it out. Um, We are
2: in a bad area for me. Uh, hang
3: on, Let me read these lyrics. Yeah, is there a music one that I know and Paul doesn't?
2: Well, it's 2007. That's that's a weak area. I have oh, fuck me. I will say the answer is you have my heart.
0: All right, Paul says you have my heart. That's really sweet of you. Ah, uh, but what Luke, what did you say?
1: Paul will never be worlds apart because you'll be under my umbrella. Ella,
0: Ella. Mm. A, a. Luke locks in with umbrella. Paul, what did you wager on Luke's knowledge here? I gave him 300. And what about you, Paul? Uh, you, Luke.
1: Uh, I gave Paul 100.
0: So this was Umbrella by Rihanna.
4: Ella, 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 eh, eh. I really, like,
3: recommend the, uh, all-time low cover of this, by the way. This the sort of alt-rock cover of it. Really good. That'd be good.
4: Um, Brittany. Luke got it. Paul didn't. Uh, Luke's keeping the dream alive by picking up 200 points. Paul, you did lose 600 there. So going into question two, Luke, you have 700. Paul, you have only 2,300. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Luke, you 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 gained 800 points worth of ground, though. Uh, what did you wager on with inflation? It's worth 20.6 times more. Our history question.
1: I said 200 here. And what
0: about you, Paul? I went 100. Okay. With inflation, it's worth 20.6 times more history. What organization was founded in 1938 by Franklin Delano Roosevelt as the National Foundation for Infantile Paralysis in order to combat polio? A kickoff fundraiser generated over $268,000 in what the press called, quote, a silver tide which actually swamped the White House. Locking in. Luke is locked in. Paul, you got 30 seconds. All right. I wanted to lock in, but I wanted to see the question
2: here. Oh, there it is. Uh, Actually, I do not want to see the question. I wanted to see the answer. Okay. (laughs) Well, yes, that would be good. The uh, category. With inflation, it's worth 20.6 times more. I'm going to go the March of Dimes.
0: Paul is locked in with March of Dimes. Luke, you locked in real quick. What did you say? I also said the March of Dimes. Paul, what did you wager on Luke's knowledge here? I uh, gave him 200. And, Paul, what did you wager on Luke? Or Luke, what did you wager on Paul?
1: I also wagered 200.
0: Okay. Uh, well, Franklin Delano Roosevelt is synonymous with the dimes. This is the March of Dimes is the correct answer.
4: And I am going to go ahead and maya culpa the clue on that before one of our listeners does it for me. I did my math wrong. It's 206 times <laughs> inflation. However... <laughs> It clearly didn't throw you off. I just know someone's J is going to correct the math if I didn't correct it <laughs> for her. So, um, Luke, you did push your points there. So you're not uh, gaining any ground, but you didn't lose any ground. Paul, you did lose 100 points there. So going into question three, Luke, you still have 700. Paul, you're down to 2200.
1: So you're saying there's a chance.
4: Oh, there is a chance.
0: <laughs> Addie and Dustin, at this point, are you placing wagers on who? Uh, how how
5: long is this is going to go? Uh,
3: hmm. No, I'm just just watching. The-
5: I think I think I'm pretty soured on placing wagers for a little while now. I'm
3: yeah, gonna- they must be they <laughs> have that we are not great at placing wagers.
5: Um, He's right.
0: You're going to go on other podcasts, and they're going to say we're entering the wager round, and you're just going to get PTSD.
5: And- mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Putting in wagers is gen- is generally my the least successful part of doing things like triviality and trivial warfare and other podcasts. I crap at it. <laughs> my my history agrees the same. Right, like, I won three episodes to complete the list, which must have involved wagering, which did involve wagering, but I have no idea how I did it.
0: Okay, Paul, what did you wager on your knowledge for fun with science? I went two hundred and luke what did you wager here 300 for me okay in the category of fun with science john a miller has designed approximately 142 of what creation including eight that were titled big dipper only one of which is still in existence at blackpool pleasure beach in england i am locked in paul locks in real quick luke you have 30 seconds
1: well, the, the only thing that jumped to mind right away was like a Rube Goldberg machine. The flavor and the question or cluing or whatever it is didn't help. And I don't even know if that's right, but that's the best guess I have with the with short amount of time. So Rube Goldberg machine is my answer.
0: Luke locks in with Rube Goldberg Goldberg machine. Uh, Paul, what did you say here? Uh, hey, Addy, have you ever blend, been to Blackpool?
3: I have been to Blackpool. It's a dump. Um,
2: Do you ever ride the Pepsi Max big one?
3: Uh, I can't remember if I have or not. It's been a long time, but Blackpool Pleasure Beach is, I mean, oh there's no pleasure we had in it anymore. It's one of these things that, it's a throwback to 1970s British seaside uh, heyday. Um, that, I mean, okay, yeah, you can have a good day out there, but it's not the all-encompassing height of vacation fun that it was 50 years ago.
2: The irony is I finished my beer and I am drinking a Pepsi Zero, which was the precursor to the Pepsi Max, as in the Pepsi Max Big One, the large roller coaster at Blackpool. As uh, soon I, as
1: you started talking, Paul, I had it. I'm just, oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah, I spent many, many years as a member of American Coaster Enthusiasts. I Before I traveled the country to play trivia, I used to travel the country to ride roller coasters. So John A. Miller was an instigate. <laughs> okay uh
0: paul what did you wager on luke's knowledge to pull roller coaster Uh, i gave him 100 or not pull roller coaster as it is uh luke how uh how did you wager on paul here
1: poorly poorly is the answer uh i gave paul 300 on this one
0: and the answer he he built he designed eight roller coasters that all had the name big dipper Uh, And the last one of those is at Blackpool Pleasure Beach
1: in England. He and George Foreman have the same naming conventions.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Much like a roller coaster, the scores this round have had their ups and downs. However, Luke will get to hear all the categories for the next section because... You lost 600, but you had 700 to work with. So you still have 100 points. Paul, you have 2,500, picking up 300 on that last one.
0: And our three questions in section three, our three categories in section three are so long, which is a technology question, and thanks, which is a TV question, for all the fish, which is a food and drink question. (laughs) Good for you, Tim. Good job. Uh, leave leave it to me to leave, uh to write a question that includes you know at least uh the United Kingdom for when Addy is eliminated. Of
4: <laughs> course. Mm-hmm.
0: It's 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 like a uh, game two where I put a math question after Jay was eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was really upset with you about that.
4: Oh, it was she beautiful. He was
0: pissed. <laughs> Jay had some brilliant rants in that round.
4: All of those made it to the cut, right?
0: Er, I think so. Well, I don't, I don't I like, think I well, cut Well, I just
2: out. listened to it, and there were a lot of brilliant rants in that mm-hmm. round. So if there were ones that didn't make the cut, damn, do I want to hear those.
4: <laughs> I think they all did. And I've got both team sets of wagers here.
0: Okay. Luke, what did you wager on so long, our technology question?
1: I'm trying to stick around as long as possible. So I said 100 here.
0: And Paul, what did you wager? 200, please. <laughs> so long. Our technology question with a wingspan of over 320 feet, the Hughes H four Hercules held the record for the long, for the largest wingspan of any aircraft that had ever flown from the time of its only flight in 1947 until 2019, when the scaled composite straddle launch made its first flight made almost entirely out of birch. What is the more common name for the Hughes H four Hercules? I'm locked in.
1: Uh, the only guess I have here is the spruce goose, uh, and that kind of tracks with the cluing in here. So I'm going to say spruce goose.
0: Luke says spruce
2: goose. Paul, what did you say? I said the spruce goose and I had to really check my, anytime this, and it comes up in trivia, I always have to think about it for a second. Okay. Hughes had the spruce goose. Montgomery Burns had the spruce moose. So don't fuck them (laughs)
0: up. Okay. (laughs) And, uh, Paul, what did you wager on Luke here? I gave him 100. What about you, Luke?
1: I sadly gave Paul 300, so this is going to be my my goose song instead of my swan song here.
0: <laughs> okay, well, this was the spruce goose. Uh, the eight, Hughes H4 Hercules uh, was the spruce goose.
4: And uh, yeah, unfortunately, Luke, you were better at math than you were at your wagering, um you did in fact lose 200 points here paul you picked up 100 meaning luke you are now at negative 100 points and paul you were at 2600 now tim we said when they run out of points but technically luke still has negative 100 of them
0: yeah but negative 100 is non-existent it's Uh, right there
4: on the spreadsheet it's (laughs) it's, it's an integer it's it's
1: it's it works
0: yeah. Uh, can you give me? Uh, how about How about I give you negative a hundred points, Luke? Oh, uh, I, that that's giving me money, right?
1: What? I I I teach you math so, for a living, so- and my brain is breaking
2: wait these anyway. are this is money these are yeah. dollars i yeah. get 2500 wait wait how much 26 26 hundred bucks coming to me adjusted
5: backwards for inflation to mm. 1931
1: <laughs> it's all in dimes just all in dimes <laughs> so,
5: so we, i divide by 20.6 so we have reached the end
0: of our game and that means that with 2600 points paul you are our best frenemy for this week uh, before we go, before everybody goes, we want to give you a chance to plug anything you have. So we're going to start with our champion. Paul, what do you have? Well, I am to start off with being very
2: disappointed that it is so late at night and my daughter is sleeping in the next room, so I cannot gloat at the top of my lungs <laughs> as badly as I would like to right now. But I'm just going to say, Luke, thank you very much for doing this with me. Mm-hmm. I feel vindicated. So (laughs) Uh, besides that, uh, nothing much to plug. Life is in a turbulent point at the moment. We are I I was introduced in the beginning as being from Bricksburg, New Jersey, Tucky or or, or New Jerseyvania. Yeah, I, I live in Brick, New Jersey, and we are now uh three weeks yeah just about three weeks away from closing in our new house in pittsburgh so if you live in that area hey hit me up (laughs) i'm gonna need people to go to pub trivia with out there if
0: you live in pittsburgh leave (laughs) i'm sorry i'm a cleveland boy born and raised i hate pittsburgh uh but uh, our runner-up, Luke, do you have anything you want to plug?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's. thanks again for having me on. This is awesome. Paul, we're, we're going to be trivia partners for life now, and I feel like this buried the hatchet, I hope. Absolutely. Um, the, th- the thing that I do justify all of my trivia podcast time to my wife with is to plug her nonprofit. Uh, she works for a diaper bank in Northern Illinois. They're a member of the National Diaper Bank Network. Uh, it's called Keeping Families Covered. So, if you live in my area, the Chicago area, uh, keepingfamiliescovered.org, if you live somewhere else, there is likely a diaper bank or dozens uh, in your area. Please uh, consider donating to them. That's it.
0: And that sounds like a great cause. Addie, uh, what do you have to say?
3: Um, thank you very much, everyone, for having me on the show. Uh, thank you, Dustin, for partnering with me. Um, we still gave some great answers. We didn't win, but we, we still played quite well. Um, yeah, so thanks so much, everyone. It's been it's a really fun show uh, and I wish you all the best of success with. Uh, I can't really think of anything to plug at the moment, so I'll say if you love uh, answering really awesome trivia on a regular basis, check out the World Trivia Federation, won by a friend of the podcast, uh, Jay Borsum, uh, who you can find at uh, Liquid Courage, a... a month subscription to her Patreon uh, gets you access to 30 amazing questions per week and a really fun community. Um, That's really awesome. And yeah, definitely recommend uh, checking out. And if you're in the Chicagoland area, look at Courage, do a lot of of trivia, um, which is really good, really worth checking out.
0: And last but certainly not least, Dustin.
5: Uh, I want to echo all those sentiments. This was a really great deal of fun. I hope I get to come back someday and friend of me some other people. Congratulations, Paul. And uh, I'll plug the same thing I plug all the time, which is uh, I've got a lot of artwork online and I'm trying real hard to sell children's books uh, right now to get them published. So um, my children's book art can be seen at r e s c h a s k e t c h R-E-S-C-H-A-S-K-E-T-C-H.com. And uh, I'd love to have people look it up pass it around talk about me to all your high dollar publisher friends and uh see if we can get this going
0: and we will make sure to put uh, pl- uh links to that in the show notes and as a note to what Addie said liquid courage is with a k it's courage with a k Brittany, you have any final thoughts on the game
4: um this was an absolute blast um i I'm glad that we had four awesome players with us. I can always tell when players have been on another trivia podcast before because they send me their locked in answers individually. Whereas people who haven't don't. And like, I mean, it's honor system here, but you can always tell when someone's an experienced trivia podcaster. Cause I start getting, this is my locked answer. Like, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I echo everything people said. It was an awesome show. Uh, uh support local awesome things whether it be nonprofits, trivia companies, uh artists or helping Paul move to a different state. I mean, I uh if you're in that area and you want to help someone load a truck, I'm sure Paul would appreciate it. So <laughs>
0: And that'll do it here for us at Me Trivia. Make sure you follow us at Me Trivia on Twitter and Instagram. You can find our sister shows, The Pub Trivia Experience, and Boozy Bracketology on your favorite podcast app. Join our Discord, ptebb.com slash Discord. Or you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ptebb. If you can't swing it, we completely understand. Times are tough, but you can still support us by subscribing and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast app. For Frenemy Trivia, I've been Tim.
4: I've been
3: Brittany.
5: I've been Luke. Oh, I've been Dustin. (laughs) I've been Paul.
3: And I've been Adi.
5: And we'll see you next week.